0: Meditation on Mahalakshmi
1: Akshastrak Parashugade Shukulisham, Padmam Dhanukundikam Dandam Shakti Masimta Charma gantam Suram Hajanam Shulam Prava laprabham Seve Seribhamardini Miha Mahalakshmi Sarajasthitam.
0: I meditate on Goddess Mahalakshmi, the destroyer of Mahishasra, who is seated on a lotus. And has coral like reddish complexion. In her aiding hands she is holding rosary, axe, mace, arrow, thunderbolt, lotus, bowl, pitcher, rod, spear, sword, shield, conch. Bell, wine cup, trident, noose, and discus. Chapter Two. Sage Medas began to narrate another story. Long ago when demon Mahisha was chief of the Asuras and Indra was chief of the gods, there was a war between their forces for a full hundred years. The valorous Asuras vanquished the army of the gods and after all were conquered Mahisha became the lord of heaven. Then Led by Brahma, the defeated gods went to Vishnu and Shiva, and related in detail what had happened. The 30 gods told how Mahishasura had wrought their defeat. He has usurped the authority of Surya, Indra, Agni, Vayu and Chandra and of Yama, Varuna and all the others. Cast out from heaven by the evil Mahisha, all the multitudes of gods who wander over the earth as mere mortals. We have related all that this foe of the gods has done and we seek refuge in you. Be pleased to devise a means for his destruction. When Vishnu and Shiva heard the entreaties of the gods, they knit their brows in fury and contorted their faces. Whereupon a great radiance came forth from Vishnu's rage filled countenance, and so too from Brahma's and Shiva's, and from Indra's body. And from the bodies of all the other gods, a very great light issued, and it united and became one. The gods saw before them a peak of light like a mountain, blazing brightly and pervading the sky in every direction with its flames. Unequaled light, born from the bodies of all the gods, coalesced into a female form and pervaded the free worlds with its splendor. From Shiva's light came that which formed the face of the goddess, Yama's radiance formed her hair and Vishnu's effulgence became her arms. From Prajapati's luster came her teeth, and from Agni's radiance her free eyes were born. The moon god's soft light formed her breasts, and Indra's brilliance became her waist. Varuna's light became her legs, and earth's splendor formed her hips. Her feet took shape from Brahma's light and her toes from Surya's brilliance. From the light of the vasus her fingers formed and from Kubera's light her nose. Dawn and dusk became her eyebrows. The wind god's splendor shaped her ears, and all else born of the other god's light shone too as the auspicious Devi. Then, beholding her who appeared from out of their amassed light, all those gods tormented by Mahishasura rejoiced. Then the gods bestowed on her their own weapons and adornments. From his trident, Shiva drew forth another and gave it to her. And Vishnu bestowed a discus spun out from his own. Varuna gave her a conch and Agni, the eater of oblations, gave her a spear. Vayu, the wind god, presented a bow and two quivers filled with arrows. Extracting her thunderbolt from his own, Indra, the lord of the immortals, the all-seeing one, gave it to her, along with a bell from his elephant, Airavata. From his Staff of Death, Yama produced another staff and Varuna, the Lord of Waters, gave her a noose. Brahma, the Lord of Beings, gave the goddess prayer beads and an ascetic water pot. Surya, the bringer of day, bestowed his rays of sunlight on all the pores of her skin and Kala, the Lord of Time, presented a sword and shining shield. The Ocean of Milk bestowed on her a necklace of flawless pearls, ever-new garments, a celestial crest jewel, earrings and bracelets, along with a radiant crescent-shaped ornament, armlets for all her arms, A pair of shining anklets, a necklace beyond compare, and bejeweled rings for all her fingers. Vishvakarma gave her a gleaming axe, weapons of all kinds and impenetrable armor. Garlands of unfading lotuses for her head and breast the ocean gave to her and yet another magnificent lotus to grace her hand. Himalaya, the lord of mountains, gave her a lion to ride upon and jewels of many kind. And Kubera, the lord of wealth, presented a drinking vessel ever brimming with wine. Shesha. The Lord of Serpents, who supports this earth, gave her a garland of snakes adorned with precious gems. Honored also by the other gods with adornments and weapons, the Devi laughed thunderously and defiantly again and again. She filled the entire sky with her terrible roar and from the immeasurable din a great echo resounded. All the worlds shook and the oceans turned. The earth quaked and the mountains heaved. In joy, the gods exclaimed, Victory to the lion mounted Devi. And with bodies bowed in devotion, the sages praised her. When the enemies of the gods saw the free world in upheaval, they readied all their forces for battle and rose up as one with weapons held high. Uh Aha, what is this? Mahishasura bellowed in wrath. Surrounded by countless demons, he rushed toward the Sound and then beheld the deity who pervaded the free worlds with her radiance, bending the earth under her tread, scraping the sky with her diadem, shaking all the nether regions with the resonance of her bowstring, and standing there, penetrating every direction with her thousand arms. Thereupon, the battle began between the Devi and the enemies of the gods. Swords and missiles hurled in every direction, lit up the quarters of the sky. Mahishasura's general, the great demon named Chiksura, battled there, and Chamara led cavalry, charioteers, elephant drivers, and food soldiers. The great demon called Udagra commanded 60,000 chariots. Mahahanu gave battle with his 10 million, and the mighty Asiloman fought with forces 50 million strong. With 60 million, Baskala fought in the conflict. Encircled by streaming multitudes of elephants and horses, Parivarita fought in that battle with 10 million chariots and Bidala with 5 billion chariots surrounding him engaged in combat there. Amid chariots, elephants and horses, myriads of other great asuras battled with the goddess their countless chariots, elephants, and horses surrounding Mahishasura there in the fray. With lances and javelins, spears and clubs, swords and axes, and sharp-edged spears, they fought with the Devi. Some hurled spears while others threw nooses, intent on killing her, They began an assault with their swords, but she, the great goddess Chandika, showered down all manner of weapons and cut through their armaments as if in play. Praised by gods and seers, she remained serene, even while unleashing her weapons and the Asura's bodies. Her lion mount, shaking its mane in fury, stalked among the demon fronks as fire rages through a forest. The sighs that Ambika heaved while fighting became at once her legions by the hundreds and thousands. They fought with axes, javelins, swords and sharp-edged spears and, drawing strength from her power, they destroyed the demon hordes. Some of her throngs beat war drums resoundingly, some blew conscious, and others drummed upon Tabor's in their zest for battle. Then the goddess, with her trident, clap and volleys of spears, with her swords and other weapons, slew great Asuras by the hundreds and brought down still more with the confounding din of her bell. Binding other Asuras with her noose, she dragged them along the ground. Her sword strokes slashed others in two while crushing blows from her maze brought still more down. And those bludgeoned by her club vomited forth blood. Others fell to the ground, pierced through the chest by her trident. Her steady stream of arrows made some on that battlefield resemble bristling porcupines, and those tormentors of the gods breathed their last. Some had their arms severed, others their necks broken. The heads of others rolled and still others had their bodies ripped apart. Great Asuras, their legs cut from under them, toppled to the ground. Some, severed lengthwise by the Devi, were left one-armed, one-eyed or one-leg. While others there in the battle danced to the throbbing drums, those that she decapitated fell and rose again, headless bodies, still grasping swords, spears and lances in hand. Stop! Stop! Other great Asuras cried out to the Devi. Where that great battle raged, The earth was impassable with fallen chariots, elephants, horses, and corpses. Torrents of blood like mighty rivers gushed from elephants, asuras, and horses there in the midst of the demon army. In an instant, the Divine Mother Ambika let that vast legion fall to its destruction as quickly as fire consumes a heap of straw and wood. And her lion, roaring thunderously and shaking its mane, prowled about in search for life breath still issuing from the enemy's bodies. So did the Devi's host wage war against the Asuras. The gods in heaven showered down flowers in praise. Chapter 3 Now, when he saw the army being slaughtered, Chiksira the Great General of the Demons went forth in fury to battle with Ambika, the Great Goddess. He rained showers of arrows on the Goddess in combat, just as a rain cloud showers the summit of Mount Meru. But easily shattering his volley, Devi killed his steeds and charioteer with her arrows. Like lightning! She slashed through his bow and high-flying banner. Having destroyed his bow, she wounded him in the limbs with her swift arrows. With bow broken, chariot wrecked and horses and charioteers slain, the Asura, armed with sword and shield, rushed at Devi. First, striking her lion on the head with his sharp-edged sword, he violently struck the left arm of the goddess. As soon as the sword touched her, it shattered. Then the great Asura, his eyes red with rage, seized his blazing lance and flung it at her as though he were hurling the very sun from the sky. Seeing it approach, the Devi released her lance and shattered the great Asura and his weapon into a hundred pieces. When Mahisha's mighty general lay slain, Chamara, the afflictor of the gods, advanced, mounted on an elephant. He dispatched his spear toward the goddess. Quickly Devi's contemptuous outcry sent it hurtling powerless to the ground. Seeing it fallen and shattered, the enraged Chamara flung a lance and that too she destroyed with her arrows. Her lion then leapt up and, astride the elephant's forehead, engaged fiercely in direct combat with the enemy of the gods. Struggling, the two fell from the elephant to the ground, still locked in dreadful combat. In a flash, the lion sprang skyward, then alighted and severed Chamara's head with a single blow of its paw. In the fighting, the Devi assailed the Asura Udagra with rocks and trees, and biting punching and slapping karala she felled him too enraged the devi crushed uddatha to a pulp with the blows of her mace she killed baskala with her javelin and tamra and andaka with her arrows with her trident, the supreme free-eyed goddess slew Ugracia Ugraviria and also Mahahanu. With her sword, she struck Bidala's head from his body, and with her arrows, she dispatched both Durdara and Durmuka to the abode of death. While his army thus met destruction. Mahishasura terrified the Devi's hosts with his own buffalo form, jostling some with his snout and pawing others with his hoofs. Others he lashed with his tail and lacerated with his horns. He toppled some of them to the ground with the unleashed force of his bellowing and wheeling about and the blast of his breath brought still others down. After destroying the great goddess's forces, Mahishasura rushed forward to slay her lion. At that, Ambika, the Divine Mother, became enraged. But Mahishasura, great in valor, struck the earth angrily with his hooves Flung mountains skyward with his horns and bellowed frightfully. Under his frenzied wheeling, the trampled earth broke apart. Lushed by his tail, the ocean overflowed all around. Trashed by his horns, the clouds fragmented and dispersed. Tossed about on his blasting breath, Mountains by the hundreds fell from the sky. When she saw the great Asura approaching, inflated with rage, that great goddess Chandika aroused her wrath and prepared to slay him. She threw her noose over him and bound him. Fettered thus in the fierce battle, the great Asura left his buffalo form and assumed the shape of a lion. No sooner had Ambika severed his head than he appeared as a man with sword in hand. Instantly, with her arrows, the Devi cut him to shreds along with his sword and shield. Then he took the form of a great elephant and dragged her mighty lion along with his trunk. But while he trumpeted loudly, The Devi chopped off his trunk with her sword. Once more, the great Asura assumed his buffalo form and caused the free worlds with all that is moving and unmoving to tremble. Angered, the great goddess, the mother of the worlds, drank a divine potion, and with eyes reddened she laughed again and again, The Asura bellowed in return, intoxicated with his own might and valor, and with his horns he hurled mountains at Chandika. Her volleys of arrows reduced them to dust. Her face flushed with inebriation from the divine drink, and she addressed him excitedly. The goddess said, Bellow, you fool! Bellow, for now, while I drink this potion. After I have slain you, the gods will cheer in this very place. Having declared that, she leapt upon the great Asura, pinned his neck down with her foot and pierced him through with her spear. Trapped there under the Devi's foot and crushed by her might, he emerged halfway in his true form from his buffalo mouth. Half revealed and fighting still, that great Asura fell to the Devi, beheaded by her great sword. Then, crying out in alarm, the whole demon army perished, and all the divine hosts exulted. Together with the great heavenly seers, The gods praised the goddess, the celestial musicians sang, and throngs of cloud nymphs danced. Chapter 4 When the Devi had struck down the brave but wicked Mahishasura and his army of the foes of the gods, Indra and the hosts of Devas lifted their voices to her in praise, their heads bowed in reverence, their bodies made beautiful by the thrill of rapture.
1: devi ayayata tam idam jagadatma shaktya ni shesha devagan shakti samuhamurtya tam ambikam akila dev maharshi pūjyam bhaktyanata smapitadhatu shubhanisana
0: today devi Who spreads out this world through her own power and who embodies herself as all the powers of the hosts of gods to Ambika who is worthy of worship by all the gods and great seers we bow down in devotion may she grant us that which is auspicious
1: Yasya Brahmava matulam hakavana nantu Brahmaha rashtana hivaktu malam balamcha Sachandika kilajagat paripala shubhabhayasya matin May
0: she Whose unequaled might and splendor, even the blessed Vishnu, Brahma, and Shiva are powerless to describe. May she, Goddess Chandika, be intent on protecting all the world and on destroying the fear of misfortune.
1: Pa patmanam kritadiyam hridayi shubhutihi, shranhasatam kulajana prabhavasya lajja, tamtwam natasmaparipalaya devi visham. O
0: Devi, we bow before you who are yourself good fortune in the dwellings of the virtuous. And misfortune in the abodes of the wicked, intelligence in the hearts of the learned, faith in the hearts of the good, and modesty in the hearts of the highborn. May you protect the universe.
1: Kim <laughs> Kimcha ti virya masurakshaya kari bhuri, Kimcha haveshu charitani tavatiyani, Sarveshu deviasura deva KESHU
0: How can we describe this form of yours which surpasses thought and your abundant, exceeding valour that destroys evil? And your deeds in battle, O Devi, among all the throngs of gods and demons.
1: (laughs) He to Samasta Jagatam Trigunapido Sheir Nadnya Sehariharadi Birapya Para Sarva Kilamidam Jagadam Shabhutam. Avyakritahi Parama
0: You are the cause of all the worlds. Though containing the triple forces of creation within yourself, you are untouched by any imperfection. You are unfathomable even to Vishnu, Shiva and the other gods. You are the resort of all. You are this entire manifold world, and you are primordial matter, supreme and untransformed.
1: Yasya surata suratasamudari nena triptim prayati sakaleshu <speaking> makeshu <in> devi swaha si veipitriganesya <foreign language> hetur.
0: O Devi, you are the mantra of consecration whose utterance in all sacrifices brings satisfaction to the whole assembly of gods. Swaha and you are the mantra which humans proclaim as the cause of satisfaction to the hosts of ancestral spirits swada
1: ya muktehaturabhityamahavratatvam abhyasya se tendriya tattvasare moksharti ashta samasta doshe vidyasi bhagavati paramahi devi
0: <speaking in the world> O Devi, who are the cause of liberation and great inconceivable austerities, sages yearning for liberation contemplate you with senses restrained, intent upon truth, with all faults cast off, for you
1: are the blessed supreme knowledge. Shabd Atmicasubima Largyaju Shamnidhanam Udgitharamya Pada Pathavatamch Samnam Devi Tray Bhagavati Bhava Bhavanaya. Vartacha Sarva Jagatampara hantri With sound as your essence, you are the treasury
0: that holds the taintless Vedic hymns, sung to resound joyfully with your holy name. You are the blessed goddess who embodies the free Vedas intent on conferring well-being, you are the supreme destroyer of pain in all the worlds.
1: Medha Devi Virtha Kila Shastra Durga se Durga sagara Noura Sangha Shri Khaita Krida Hrida Ikha Gauri Meva Shashi Maulikrita Pratishta. O Devi, you
0: are the intelligence by which the essence of all scriptures is understood. You are Durga, the vessel free of attachments that takes one across life's difficult ocean. You are Shri. The radiant splendor that abides in the heart of Vishnu. You are Gauri, the shining goddess who abides with the moon crowned Shiva.
1: Ishatsaha samamalam paripurna chandra bimbanu karikana kotama kanti Gently smiling,
0: your shining face resembles the full moon's orb and is as pleasing as the luster of the finest gold. Beholding it, how could Mahishasura even though
1: enraged be moved to strike it Drishtadu devi kupitam hrukuti karalam udyat pranan sadrishachaviyanna satyah pranannumochah vachitram.
0: Still stranger was it, O oh Devi, that Mahisha did not perish the instant he beheld your wrathful face, reddened like the rising moon and scowling frightfully. For who can behold the enraged face of death? And still live. O
1: Devi Prasida Paramam Bhavati Bhavaya Sadyo Vinashaya Pavati Kulani Vigyata Meta Tadhuni Vayadastame Balam Suvipulam Mahisha Surasya.
0: Devi who are supreme be gracious to all creation for when angered you can annihilate multitudes we saw this the moment you brought Mahishasura's vast power to an end
1: De Te śāmya sināca sīdhati dharma-vārgā Danyāsta evani-brithatmaja-britya-dhārā da bhavati sadhā-bhūdhāyata-bhāvati-prasanna Those to whom you are bound to are honoured
0: among people. Theirs are riches, theirs are glories and their righteous acts know no limits. They indeed are blessed with devoted children, attendants
1: and wives. Dharmyani devisa kalani salaiva karmani atyadrtha pratidinam sukriti karodhi sargam prayati bhavati prasana nu devitena.
0: One who is virtuous and ever mindful performs daily all righteous deeds. O Devi, and by your grace such a person attains to heaven. Are you not then the giver of rewards in all the three worlds?
1: durge smrta harasi Mashesha jantoho mati mati dari bhaya katva Remembered in distress, you remove fear
0: from every creature. Remembered by the untroubled, you confer even greater serenity of mind. Dispeller of poverty, suffering and fear. Who other than you is ever intent on benevolence toward all?
1: Ebir hathejagadu sukham tate, kurvantu nama narakaya chiraya papam, Samgramam gramam rityoma di
0: The world attains happiness when you slay its foes, and though they may have committed enough evil to keep them long in torment, even as you strike down our enemies, O Devi, you think, may they reach heaven through death in battle
1: with me. dhrishtveva kinna bhavati Prakaroti bhasman sarvasura sarvasura-nari-shuyat-prahino-shi-shastram, lokan prayanturipavopi hi puta ithamma-ter-bhavati-taśvapiteti-shatvi.
0: Why does your mere glance not reduce all asuras to ashes? Because when assailed by your weapons and thus purified, even those adversaries may attain the higher worlds.
1: Kadga shulagra surāna if the intense light
0: flashing frightfully from your sword or the glaring brilliance of your spear point did not blind the asura's eyes, it was because you made them behold the moon-like radiance beaming from
1: your face. Dur-vritta-vritta-shamanam-tava-devi-shilam shilam rupam tate tata anne viryam cahantri khritta deva parakramanam vereshwafi Even toward them, your intentions are
0: most gracious. O Devi, your nature is to subdue the misconduct of the wicked. Others cannot equal your inconceivable grace, for even while your might destroys those who have wrested power from the gods, you show compassion toward those very foes.
1: No pama bavatutesia para cramasia, Rupantra shatrubaya karyati kutra, Che te kripasa marinistura tatrishta, Twayeva de vivara To what may
0: your prowess be compared? Where else is their beauty so ravishing, yet striking fear into enemies? Where in the free worlds are compassion in heart and resolve in battle seen as they are in you, O beneficent Devi? <tries>
1: Nita divam ripugana bhaya mapya pastam Asmakam unma dasurari bhavam namaste
0: Destroying all foes you have saved the free worlds. Slaying them at the battlefront, you led even those frenzied hostile throngs to heaven. Even while dispelling our fear
1: of them. Salutations to you. Shule na devi, pahi kadgena chambike, ganta swane na na pahi, tapatjani na Protect
0: us with your spear, O devi and protect us with your sword, O Mother. Protect us with the clangor of your bell and the resonance of your bowstring.
1: Pratyam Raksha Chandike Raksha Dakshine Brahmanenatma Shulasya Uttarasyam Tatishwari Guard
0: us in the east and in the west, O Chandika. Guard us in the south and also in the north, O Ishwari, by brandishing your spear.
1: Saumyani yani rūpāni vicharantite yani chatyanta ghorāni te rakṣasman <in> sthathābhuvam <Hebrew>
0: with your gentle forms that move through the free worlds, and with your surpassingly terrible ones, protect us and also the earth. In that way the gods praised her who supports the world, honoring her with flowers that bloom in Indra's paradise and anointing her with perfumes. Devotedly the assembled gods offered heavenly incense to her. Serene of countenance, she spoke to all the gods who were bowed down in reverence. The goddess said, All you gods, ask whatever you wish of me. Well-pleased with your hymns, I will gladly grant it." The gods replied, Since you, the Glorious One, have slain our enemy, this Mahishasura, all has been accomplished, nothing remains to be done. But if you are to grant a blessing, O Great Mother, May you destroy our direst misfortunes whenever we remember you. O you of spotless countenance, may you bring increased wealth, family and success to whatever mortal shall praise you with these hymns. Through your power of abundance, O Mother, be ever gracious unto us. Sage Medas continued, O King, thus propitiated by the gods for the world's sake and for their own, the goddess saith, Let it be, and vanished from sight. So is it told, O King, how she came forth long ago from the bodies of the gods, the Devi who desires the well-being of the free worlds. I shall relate farther how for the destruction of Shumba and Nishumba and other wicked Deityas she appeared from the body of Gauri, the benefactor of the gods, for the protection of the free worlds. Hear me tell it. I shall relate it to you as it happened.